Kaldari Prime Kaldari Prime is the homeworld of the Sivire and Didius people, and is located in the Galenti system of Luminaire, which also contains the Galenti homeworld. Until recently the planet was claimed and occupied for almost two centuries by the Galenti Federation, following the Galenti-Kaldari War. Following unprecedented, statewide cooperation under the leadership of Tybus Haight, in YC-110, a massive invasion force successfully penetrated Federation defenses and the planet was once again claimed as a sovereign world of the Kaldari state. However, in early YC-115, following a period of increasing political and social unrest on the planet, the Federation Navy launched a major assault against the Kaldari Navy Leviathan-class Titan, Shigeru, and its support fleet, who had stayed in orbit of Kaldari Prime since YC-110, to enforce Kaldari possession of the planet. The massive offensive operation to reconquer Kaldari Prime, known as Operation Highlander, ended with the destruction of the Shigeru and its catastrophic fall on Kaldari Prime surface. After the cease of the conflict, Kaldari Prime has been demilitarized by both Kaldari and Galenti forces, and it is now divided in districts which are split between Kaldari State and Galenti Federation administrations, with Morda's Legion being hired as security and peacekeeper force on the surface. History Collapse Kaldari Prime was initially a barren, uninhabitable world, and the Luminaire system was initially known only as VH-451. The planet was purchased during the colonization of New Eden, by an unidentified Terran megacorporation who proceeded to initiate a terraforming process designed to convert the inhospitable world into a planet fit for human habitation. Small-scale colonization began soon afterwards, consisting mostly of pioneers and of the technicians responsible for overseeing the terraforming equipment, and their families. When the Eve Gate collapsed, Kaldari Prime was cut off, and given its inhospitality towards human habitation collapsed into a dark age very quickly. Most of the colonies died off soon, leaving only a few scattered inhabitants left to struggle on, living under the surface which was still under terraforming process. It took 246 years for the terraforming process to reach the point where the planet was habitable and humans could once again venture out onto the surface. The remains of the ancient underground structures served as hiding places for children during the Galenti-Kaldari War. Geography Kaldari Prime is a cold world, largely given over to tundra, with temperate zones at the tropics and equator. This is partly due to its being near the extreme outside edge of the Luminaire star's habitable zone, and also because the terraforming process, without adequate human oversight, was improperly completed with the result that the air of Kaldari Prime is quite thin, its soil is rather barren and its seas and wildernesses were not properly stocked with creatures and plants, many of which were too delicate to properly survive the frigid temperatures or incomplete ecosystem. Now, however, the planet produces food in abundance despite its low temperature. Notable locations include the Kalakiota Mountains, the city of Arcurio, and the ruins of the underwater Galenti city of Nouvelle Rovener. Civilization The social collapse on Kaldari Prime was so complete that it took another 8,000 years after the atmosphere became breathable for the first recorded civilization to arise. Prior to the point, the Kaldari consisted of scattered, 
warring tribes on separate continents who slowly came together into allied houses. The first empires and bloodlines grew out of these alliances, and over time these empires also merged, eventually leading to the formation of the Rada Empire in the year 17,453 AD. This empire lasted until year 20,998, when it collapsed and split into a number of smaller states that were the foundations for the modern Kaldari megacorporations. First contact with the Galenti occurred in 22,517 AD, although they had been aware of the, at the time, less technologically advanced Kaldari for 54 years prior to that point. The Galenti, Cultural Deliverance Society, finally arrived on Kaldari Prime 114 years later. When the Galenti Federation was founded in 23,121, the Kaldari were founding members. The War Build Up The Kaldari never wholly clicked with Galenti government. Even when they were co-founding the Federation alongside the Galenti, in Taki and Manor, some of the Kaldari megacorporations were establishing secret colonies and deep space resources outside of Federation borders that weren't subject to Galenti trade regulations. The Kaldari viewed this as part of the process of retaining their cultural identity and autonomy. When the Kaldari extraterritorial assets were, as was inevitable, discovered, the Galenti demanded that the Kaldari assets be placed under Federation control. The Kaldari responded by seceding from the Federation. The result was a tense standoff, with Kaldari warships blockading all of the stargates that had been built by the megacorporations. The Galenti government spent several days debating how to negotiate a peace settlement. Peace was not given a chance, however. A Kaldari extremist organization known as the Templis Dragonors finally set light to the powder keg when they bombed the city of Nouvelle Rovener. This city, constructed inside an environment dome deep underwater, was especially vulnerable to this sort of attack. When the sea waters flooded in through the breached dome, they claimed the lives of more than half a million people. Evacuation The immediate response was for the Galenti to initiate an invasion of Kaldari Prime, beginning with a sustained orbital bombardment. Massively outnumbered, the Kaldari had no hope of holding on to their homeworld. Evacuating the civilian population required the Kaldari to hold the orbit of their planet for a month. Earning that month required that the Kaldari navy be able to keep the Galenti out of the homeworld's orbit and engaged elsewhere. The result was a month-long and bloody fight for the orbit of Kaldari Prime, that ultimately came to an end with the heroic sacrifice of Admiral Yakia Tobal-Toba in what became known to the Galenti as the Huromont Incident. The Kaldari completed their objectives for the evacuation of their homeworld, but could not ultimately consider themselves successful, they were still forced to leave, and would not return for nearly 200 years. The war endured for another 80 years after the evacuation of Kaldari Prime. Capsuleer Era Pilot capsules were actually a direct product of the war, and initially used exclusively by the Kaldari Navy in battle against the Federation. The technology only became widespread in YC-105, however, more than 90 years after the end of the war. Galenti Occupancy From the end of the evacuation through until YC-110, AD 23346, Kaldari Prime was part of the Galenti Federation, 
with a population demographic increasingly made up of largely of Galenti and smaller native Kaldari population. This was always an uneasy arrangement, and Kaldari Prime remained a segregated world, with distinct districts for each culture, and even whole cities where one ethnicity or the other were in a considerable minority. After the war ended, the continued occupation of the planet became a significant bone of contention for the Kaldari, many of whom felt that the homeworld should be returned to them. The Federation, wary of allowing their former bitter enemies a potential foothold in the capital system never agreed to this point of view, and continued to claim the planet as their own. Up until the rise of Tybus' hate, the possible reclamation of their homeworld was at most a distant, impossible fantasy for the Kaldari. Hate's rise, accompanied as it was by a surge of ethnic violence on Kaldari Prime, prompted President Suro Fuaritan to declare a state of martial law on Kaldari Prime. The enforced curfew resulted in increased levels of segregation among the planet's inhabitants. Invasion In YC-110, Tybus Haight seized the opportunity created by the Elder attack on the Concord headquarters in July to initiate a massive invasion of the Federation with single-minded intent, the recapture of Kaldari Prime. Haight committed 90% of the Kaldari Navy to the invasion. Assisted by the sabotage of the Federation's tripwire border monitoring system, the treason of Anvantatur, and the proximity of Luminaire to the Kaldari border, a mere two jumps, the massive invasion force was pretty much guaranteed to succeed. With a total of 20 million soldiers committed the ground invasion, and the Luminaire system emptied of Federation warships and every entrance point thoroughly blockaded, the recapture of the planet was swift and ruthless, though by most accounts the invading Kaldari forces did their best to spare civilians of both races. The martial law and resultant separation of the Galenti and Kaldari populace into separate districts, made it very easy for hate to twist President Fuaritain's arm. Faced with the deaths of every Galenti on Kaldari Prime and maybe on Galenti Prime as well, Fuaritain relented and used the presidential emergency powers, given to him by the Federation Senate, to ratify the Federation's surrender of Kaldari Prime to the control of the state. Under Fuaritain's orders, the Kaldari fleet was allowed to withdraw, leaving a single Leviathan-class Titan, the Shigeru, and its support fleet in orbit over the planet. Kaldari Sovereignty Kaldari Prime was a bubble of Kaldari territory inside Federation space for five years. Fuaritain's signing of the treaty that handed the world back to the state, has been alternately hailed as the best possible decision in a bad situation, and viciously criticized as being spineless. The planet was under occupation by the state's forces, with the occupying forces consisting mostly of state army regulars, supplemented by provost auxiliaries. Naturally, there was a significant resistance movement, either Galenti military who refused to surrender, or rebellious civilians unwilling to take their home's change of ownership lying down, the most notable of these movements was the Joint Resistance Movement. The Kaldari were forced to take extreme measures for dealing with these dissidents. Operation Highlander From March 15, YC-115, a new period of unrest started on Kaldari Prime, leading to the destruction of Provost Headquarters on the March 18 and subsequently to the Battle of Kaldari Prime. On the morning of March 22, 
the Federation Combined Armed Forces launched their largest military offensive since the bombardment of Kaldari Prime, over a century earlier, facing off against the Shiguru and her support fleet in an eight-hour battle that saw millions of casualties and the first large-scale military use of clone soldier technology, as thousands of cloned mercenaries fought on both fronts. Deploying a capital assault force of Nyx-class supercarriers and Moros-class dreadnoughts, the Federation forces were considerably aided by Capsuleer supporters. While the Shiguru and its escorts were supported by Kaldari loyalist Capsuleers, the attacking forces proved too strong and the Titan was destroyed. Large sections of the Titan's superstructure impacted on the surface of Kaldari Prime, causing widespread destruction. On Kaldari Prime itself, clone mercenaries fought fiercely for both the Kaldari and Galenti ground forces. Kaldari forces were able to hold a slight majority of the planetary surface, a major factor in the subsequent demilitarization and division of the planet between Kaldari and Galenti administrations. Soon after the catastrophic impact of Shigeru's remains with the surface, Ishikoni asked permission to the Galenti Senate to access the planet for relief purposes, permission that was granted soon after, and played an important role for the subsequent diplomatic efforts of ceasing the conflict still ongoing on the surface. Demilitarization of the Planet On April 2, YC-115, an agreement between the Galenti Federation and the Kaldari State was signed by President Jacus Roden and six of the eight CEOs of the Chief Executive Panel. Despite both Tybus Haight and Lydai CEO Alakoni Ishinoya refused to sign, the bylaws of the CEP de facto bound all megacorporations to respect the agreement. The agreement classified Kaldari Prime as a demilitarized zone, prompting both Galenti Federation and Kaldari State to call off every military operation on the planet and granting all defense and policing duties of the planet to Morda's Legion. The surface has been divided into a number of districts that has been split between Galenti and Kaldari administration. Roughly 54% of the districts fall under the Kaldari jurisdiction of the Ishikoni Corporation, while 46% are Galenti districts administered by material acquisition. The districts are purely administrative and are not segregated by ethnicity. Inhabitants of the Galenti districts are considered full citizens of the Federation, and fall under all laws that previously applied to Kaldari Prime before the Kaldari invasion. The Kaldari districts are under a more convoluted system, with individuals retaining corporate citizenship with their megacorporate employers, though Ishikoni collects administrative taxes, and apply their corporate law for civilian activities. According to the terms of the treaty, Kaldari Prime's two largest cities, Arcurio and Tavl, are split between the two sides. Tavl falls under Kaldari administration, while Arcurio has been placed within a Galenti district. <laughs>